It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. We are presented by... Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com for more information. Hello, Michelle Smallman. Evan Cohen with you. CC in Paris will be back with us in the new year. We are broadcasting live from the brand new ESPN West Palm Studios. we got a million people in and around here because the Boca Bowl is this week. It's going to be on ESPN Thursday night at 8 o'clock Eastern time. And so Syracuse's representatives here, South Florida's representatives here. Yeah. Boy, people coming in, love the show, work work out, watching you guys. It's great. Local television interviewing Evan Cohen. We should retire after today, I think. <laughs> I don't know that we can do better than this. Nuno at a party last night eating yes. corn at a fancy schmancy hotel. The picture of Nuno coming soon. Oh, wait, we do have the picture. Is it up on do social? We do, do we have it up on hold social? On, this on. is Nuno, our producer, at a fancy schmancy party last night on a group photo at Unsports ESPN. We will have this because Nuno did a, I don't he became a chair. It's basically <laughs> what has happened here. So we are going to get that up there at Unsports ESPN. Um, it is up on oh, our social. Wait, you, live. Okay, he's squatting <laughs> and it looks like he is a chair. It legitimately <laughs> It looks like he's on a chair, and Smalls has now lost it. Pat Javante, you it's see this better picture? Better than I remember. Oh my god! We need to post it without the red, I think, and then you could fully see Nuno. But he is. It looks like he is on a chair, but he's not actually on a chair. Oh my gosh, that is too good. I don't even. He must have incredible core strength to be able to do that. Yeah, actually, that's good. That's a good point, you know. You kind of show off your, your leg day there, right? Um, make sure I hit legs at least once a week. There, there we go. There we go. Fan off. Fan All right. Um, last night, Monday Night Football, the result that uh, we did not expect. I got to be honest with you. I thought last night we would have the Seattle um, Seahawks without Geno, potentially. They did. I thought we'd have the Philadelphia Eagles with Jalen Hurts and company bouncing back. And they did not. Right. I was very surprised by this result. 20-17. to 17, Philly is now riding a three-game losing streak. Their final three games, they do have the Giants twice in Arizona. But down seven, Seattle late in this game goes on an 11-play drive, resulting in a field goal. They cut the lead to four. Then Philly throws an interception on a deep ball that made absolutely no sense as to why they're throwing a deep ball in that spot. I still don't understand it. Then Seattle had a 10-play, 92-yard drive over a minute and 24, resulting in a touchdown to Jackson uh, Smith and Jigba, and they take the lead there, and then Jalen Hurts and company get the ball back. He throws an interception, and all of a sudden, all of the conversation around Philadelphia all year while they were winning, where people like Pat Costello, our producer, had this, were not that good. Yeah, I understand why everybody has us one, why CC would have us one or mm-hmm. two in the power rankings, but we're not that good. And then you would have me sitting here, Smalls, and saying, Why are we complaining about your team winning? And now what has happened is retroactive confirmation bias of, see, 
I told you we were right about that. Yeah. We've now lost three games in a row. Our defense is not that good. Our play calling is bad. It's not just the interceptions. It's all game long. Sure, we have the tush push, and Jalen Hurts is 14 rushing touchdowns, the most ever by a quarterback tied with Cam Newton in a season, and he's got three games left. But he also has 12 interceptions. And this guy's not going, and that guy's not going. There's a lot of, see, I told you so, with the Eagles fans, because they're looking at it, understandably so, as we were never that good. And now we got a million questions about the Eagles, including I'll ask one more on this. If the Cowboys had the same game last night that the Eagles had, if the Bills with Josh Allen had the same game that the Eagles had, and they had a quarterback late in the game throw two interceptions, if the Ravens with Lamar, if Tua did it, mm-hmm. how would we be feeling about this today? Because Jalen Hurts is a warrior. We know that. Playing through health concerns, both his sickness and his physical, you know, his injuries. But Smalls, a lot of questions, more than answers with Philadelphia right now. Yes, but if you're looking to spin it positively, they have the Giants, the Cardinals, and the Giants again to close out the season. I believe it's the easiest remaining schedule in the NFL. So you have a couple opportunities for you to get right and get healthier and hopefully stack up some wins as you head into the postseason. Now, I don't know if that's going to be enough. I, I don't know if the cracks that we're starting to see with this Eagles team are going to be too much for them to overcome as if they get into if slash when they, they enter the playoffs. But I just I'm not giving up on Jalen Hurts. I'm not ready to go there with the question that you pose, not the comment that you're making, the question that you posed if if he is actually overrated. I'm just not ready to go there just yet. I'm looking at the changing coordinator. I'm looking at everything he's dealing with physically, the illness. I'm looking at the gauntlet of the schedule that they're finally getting out of, and I'm, put, I'm taking that all into account here. Well, okay, so here's my question on Jalen Hurts. If we approached him the same way we approach other quarterbacks, we'd be more critical of him. Like Lamar Jackson is critiqued so often – And Lamar Jackson is more accomplished individually than Jalen Hurts is. Jalen Hurts is more accomplished relative to team success. I want Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. Like, let's not get it twisted here. Outside of Patrick Mahomes, there is a conversation as to who you would want next. There is no doubt that Jalen Hurts has a right to stake that claim as second-best quarterback in the league. But he is not definitively the second-best quarterback in the league. And if you look at the totality of his numbers over the course of his career so far— they are excellent. They're not all-time great. They're, they're not some sort of Hall of Fame status yet. He's not there. Not yet. Do I think he's going to be? Yes. Do I think he's going to win an MVP one day? Yes. Do I think he's going to win a Super Bowl one day? Yes. Is he definitely the best quarterback in the NFL, second-best quarterback in the NFL? No, he's not. And I think that we have to stop using his name in the same conversation as Patrick Mahomes. There is one Patrick Mahomes. Even when he's not that good, which for him this year is not that good, Mm -hmm. there's still nobody in the same conversation, in my mind, as Mahomes. Let's just be fair and acknowledge we like Jalen Hurts. We should. We think he's a warrior. He is. We think he's a team guy. He is. We think he can lead his team to success. He has. But he's not definitely better than all these other guys like Joe Burrow and, and Lamar Jackson when healthy. If the Eagles had won the Super Bowl last season, different conversation, right? Of course. Right, but he did everything needed in order for his team to win. He played outstanding in the Super Bowl last year. It just, the, the result wait, wasn't wait, there. Sorry, let me just take that back. No, it, it's not different relative to this year because then if they won the Super Bowl last year, we would say, boy, he's not having the kind of year to follow up a Super Bowl year. But we would we would do the what's understood doesn't have to be said. We know that he can win you a Super Bowl. We know that that guy can get it done. And I still think he can. 
I still think he can too. But obviously. I feel like universally he has been looked at as the second best quarterback in the NFL, and I'm not sure that he is. But if not him, then who? Okay, so why is he definitively looked at better than Lamar Jackson? Why is he definitively looked at as maybe better than Joe Burrow when healthy? Why? Why, well, I, I, I well, why is he definitively better? I think he is. But why is he better than Brock Purdy, who has been unbelievable in his starts? If we're just talking about regular season performance right now, Brock Purdy has been basically flawless in his NFL career. Again, don't get this twisted, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that Jalen Hurts is awesome. I believe the majority of NFL teams would rather Jalen Hurts as their quarterback than the one they have currently. My only point is two fourth quarter, two late interceptions last night, a three-game losing streak, a season this year that has not exactly gone to plan, allows us to at least ask the question of, are we sure he's the second-best quarterback in the league? And maybe the answer is, yeah, I am. And that's okay. The, I think the the knock on Brock Purdy, even though I don't like to phrase it that way, is that he's not going to have that massive explosive play that somebody like J- Jalen Hurts can. You know that Jalen Hurts can beat you several different ways, and he can elevate those around him. And I hate phrasing it that way because Brock Purdy does exactly what is asked of him, and they have a tremendous amount of success. But I think you view someone like Jalen Hurts as more of a weapon than somebody like Brock Purdy. Yeah, I agree with you. And I also think I have done this. I have compared Jalen Hurts the feeling I get when watching him to the feeling I got when I watched Tom Brady of, oh, you're down points? I'll figure it out. Well, he didn't, and he hasn't, right? And, like, now there's a few games where he hasn't. Now, if you project out and you put him in the postseason— do I think he could figure it out? Absolutely. Absolutely. No question about that. I just look at this and I say that it feels a little different, probably because of injury, probably because of coaching, probably because of illness last night than it has in the last you know year or so. And I think that, again, if we applied our same critique of, and this goes for me, of Josh Allen, who many people, including Greeny and others, think is you know elite of the elites, if we applied our same logic and critique of Josh Allen to Jalen Hurts, how would we be acting today? Why does Jalen Hurts get a, a free pass and Josh Allen does not? Dak Prescott does not. Well, I would say with Josh Allen specifically because of the streak, because this is part of the DNA of who he is with the turnovers. So we tend to give him a little bit more trouble when he continues down that path than we would somebody like Jalen Hurts. And I think with Josh Allen specifically, it's out of frustration. It's like, we know how great you are. We know the physical gifts that you have. We know that you can be that gunslinger type player that breaks open a game, but you have that mistake that, that sets you at a deficit. If you could just remove that from your game, you would be just outstanding. One of these guys that might be on the same level as a Patrick Mahomes, but those turnovers are there. So whenever that happens, I think that's part of the reason is we get so frustrated because we see how good he is. It's just like, why does that have to also be part of who you are? Your, your quarterback makeup. 888-SAY-ESPN is a telephone number to join us in the Dr. Pepper call line. Ivan in New Jersey watching on ESPN2. What's up, Ivan? Hey, what's going on, guys? Morning. I just want to, I just want to say, uh, Hurts is definitely up there as the second best, but we got to also take into consideration the, the play calling this year hasn't been the consistency. And also, question, if he turns around and wins that game, if the defense doesn't give up that touchdown with 33 seconds left, third and 10, are we still asking this question today? Well, I mean... Sure, yeah. I mean, like that, but like play that out with other teams as well, right? I mean, I've been unbelievably critical of Josh Allen, and other people have said, okay, well, so if the defense doesn't let up this touchdown, et cetera, but by putting themselves in situations 
where you throw an interception as he did on that hail. I'm calling it a hail mary because it felt like that in my head. That long pass. There's no. I understand that, and we would probably be looking at Jalen Hurts two rushing touchdowns and not the interceptions late. But I mean, would anybody say he's had this all time great season this year? As Jalen Hurts, I mean, Pat, you are an Eagles fan. Has Jalen Hurts had an all-time great or a great season this year? No, not at all. It's been really good, but there's been a lot of parts that have been really not good. Is it less than what you anticipated as an Eagles fan? Uh, Turnover-wise, absolutely. I was not expecting the turnovers to be this bad. Right, and I'm not putting that all on him last night because of some of the play calling. I get that, but he's still the one throwing it. Ed in Wisconsin, listening on the ESPN app, joins us here on Unsportsmanlike. What's up, Ed? Hey, good morning, guys. Morning. Hey, I really think that it's more, honestly, media-driven because you guys, y'all pick what y'all want to say and pick who y'all want to criticize this out. Honestly, I think he's in the top five, and you Definitely. can mix them up. If you put if you put Patrick Mahomes at the top, and I'm a Kansas City Chief fan, if you put him at the top, then you got about four or five quarterbacks. But you got to think, Burrow, uh, Hurts, they've done it realistically when you think about it a year and a half. That's it. You know, when you think of both of their careers, a year and a half, one made it to, both of them made it to the Super Bowl within a year and a half of when they started playing. So my thing is this. If, 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 if you want to put it there, honestly, out of all of them, I have to say it, Josh Allen is really the second best. When you look at any interceptions, all that, because they all throw interceptions. We know that. Patrick Mahomes had a bad year at interceptions. But when you're talking about straight talent and let's go, I didn't see him go against Kansas City Chiefs. And you like your you like your uh, co-host there. You can't unsee what you saw. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, Josh Allen, talent wise, hands down, I would think he's the number two quarterback, and he's done it for six, seven years. You know? Yeah, that's, that's it. That's- the longevity part of it, and good call, Ed. Thank you for it. The longevity part of it is interesting. Hertz has not done it for a long period of time. Burrow's not done it for a long period of time. Allen has. If you're an Allen fan, Allen has done it better for longer. He's also made more mistakes for longer as well. But that's an interesting way of looking at it. 888-SAY-ESPN is your telephone number to join the show. Coming up, Jeff Saturday will join us. We'll ask him about the game last night and what happened here with Jalen Hurts and the Eagles late. We're on Sportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, ESPNU. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. CC back with us in the new year. 
And we are in South Florida, ESPN West Palm, brand new studios. Jeff Saturday is at the seaport, wow. of course. Brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. All right, Jeff, here's what you got to answer here. So Michelle and I are in Florida. CeCe's in Paris. Who are you more jealous of right now as you're I mean, in cold New York? Yeah, I, I can't. First of all, it just it pains me that I had no idea. We got people in Paris, got people in West. I didn't even know we had studios. And what I mean, like, how good is y'all's life right now? So, I mean, the jealousy just goes throughout all, I would say, probably you guys. Uh, as much as I enjoy Paris, I wouldn't have loved the flight nearly as much as heading down to West Palm for this weather. Uh, instead, I'm in the balmy New York City just living my best life. So appreciate you guys leaving me here. <laughs> Sorry about that. Next year, <laughs> next year we Jeff's bring with Saturday us. with us. All right, Jeff, let's, we've been talking, as you would expect, about Monday Night Football last night. Surprising result. Got to be honest, did not see that one coming here. Jalen Hurts is awesome. We all love Jalen Hurts. That said, here's the setup. Is he definitively the best the second best QB in the NFL, or is there discussion behind Mahomes? Oh no! I mean, you, you, is Hurts the second best quarterback in the NFL? Is that what you're asking me? Yes. No. No. I mean, listen. He, I mean, he he uh, he has played. Um, decent football this season I mean like I said I think when you're talking about this year in particular you would have Dak Prescott has played better throughout the year um Purdy has played better throughout the year I mean there's a number I mean Josh Allen for all his faults um you know he's played better I, I think I think the issue for Hurts for me is the turnovers I mean you had two last night I know the the, the last one you know you're, you're you're trying to push the ball down the field to get in field goal but the the one in the end zone uh you know that that one is a, that's a dagger right at the 45 yard line driving in um and again I, I understand health wasn't probably exactly where it wanted to be but you're out there and if, if you looked at I think last year he had eight turnovers last week I think he had 15 before uh last night so if, if you, you can't I mean listen the NFL man it, it's the game of the the margins are so small turnovers are brutal and um just not one of the better performances last night Jeff, you mentioned Josh Allen. He and the Buffalo Bills beat the Dallas Cowboys handily, thirty-one to ten, over the weekend. That game told you more about the Bills or the Cowboys? Oh, I think both. I mean, listen, I think from the Cowboys' perspective, that's been the formula that people have come at them, you know. And and uh, the Bills didn't try to complicate it. I mean, they, they ran the ball downhill at them the entire game. The, the, you know, the Cowboys had no answer. I mean, I think you saw when they were trying to sign Shaq Leonard a couple of weeks ago. They understand that they, you know, they have some exposure at that linebacker position, uh, especially with the injuries there now. Without Hankins being in the game, they didn't have you know big bodies kind of in, uh, you know, young players in there, and, and the and the Bills just exposed them for for that portion. Um, the 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 Bills are one of those teams that. You know, listen, it's feast or famine. You know, some weeks you're like, wow, this is the top team in the NFL, and then other weeks they play flat. And so um, I think they have gotten into a part of the season the last couple of weeks especially where uh, they are looking like a, a very good football team who nobody in the AFC is going to want to play in the playoffs if they if they can find a way in. We're talking with ESPN NFL analyst Jeff Saturday here on Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, ESPN2. Jeff, two losses now for the, both the NFC East teams this weekend. You have more faith in the Cowboys or Eagles moving forward? Oh, that's a great question. Are they playing home or away? I would say, hmm, here's my issue with the Eagles. I would have said the Eagles. Last night I was disappointed the finish, right? Like they, their defense definitely played better. Uh, Matt Patricia, you know, they, 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 they played a little bit better. But the last drive, right? I mean, everything's on the line. Um, you know, they're at the eight-yard line to start the drive, and, and you give up a touchdown – 
it's just that, that's just, that that that's a tough thing to overcome. I think all the Cowboys losses to me are very similar, and and the Cowboys are going to have to kind of answer that. I would, I guess I'll still lean the Eagles. I probably have more confidence that the Eagles will find a way because they can they can make games ugly and and um, you know kind of grimy, and they found ways to beat good teams throughout the season. That way, the Cowboys haven't done that quite as well. Jeff, when we're coming down the stretch of the season and we're looking at teams that we definitively would put on that tier one, you're one of the best teams in the NFL Super Bowl contender category. We have the 49ers. We have the Ravens. Who else would you put in that conversation or put on that tier? Mm, uh, I, I don't know that I'd put anybody else on that mm-hmm. tier right now, in all honesty. I think, you know, when you when you look at – in fact, I would even say that the Niners, um, the way they have played, they, they look like um, – you know, no, nobody wants to face them. I, I I put the Ravens below them, and I would say um, I I would have more confidence in the Niners than the Ravens. But to your point, the the Ravens are scary because of what Lamar Jackson can do and the way he can buy time and do some of those things. Uh, but but the most complete team in the NFL is San Fran. So uh, teams that you would be scared of, you know, listen, Mahomes if they get get hot, getting in the playoffs. Same thing for like the Bills. But, I mean, I think part of it is there's a lot of 500-ish teams in both the NFC and the AFC that if they get running, it kind of reminds me of those, you know, the Giants teams kind of back in the day. If they can kind of find a way to get in, um, they, they can be those teams that are tough outs and, and you know, teams that play better than you give them credit for. Uh, they went through some tough stretches of the season but have found their way kind of in the latter part of the season there's just not a lot of separation, and to me, other than San Fran and, to your point, Baltimore. Jeff, I want to follow up on something you said because I think you know we all look at San Fran as the favorite right now to win it all, and, and coming from you as somebody who knows this inside and out as a player and a coach, like you just put them on a pretty high level. Do you look at it as Super Bowl or bust for the Niners right now? Yeah, I do. Listen, they, they are – they. I mean, it, 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 barring injuries, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. so, you know, when I, I, I will say seeing uh, McCaffrey tape up his knee did not give me the warm and fuzzy. I didn't, I didn't love that, right? So you get concerned when you see those kinds of things because I think as good as their offense is and as productive as they have been – when Debo Samuel wasn't playing, their offense at what and and Trent Williams weren't playing. They're you know they they didn't look nearly so. This is a team that is that is based on their starters and and you know as far as like depth, I'm not sure that that part gets checked. But man, um, they are they are legit. I mean, they are a team that that when they get going, uh, it can get ugly for the opposition in a hurry. Jeff, I feel the same way about the Ravens, though, in a little bit different manner. We thought the AFC was going to be such a gauntlet this season, but because of one reason or another, mainly starting quarterback injuries, the path for them has really cleared to the yeah. Super Bowl. And that's not going to be the same case next season where they don't have the same type of conf- uh, competition in the AFC and everyone is relatively healthy. So do you think it, the same applies for Baltimore? I do. I think. Listen, I think Baltimore has, you know, the way they played against the Jags, but again, my issue with Baltimore is – I always feel like they make games closer than they really should be, right? Like, like they kind of leave teams in it um, as games progress, and you just, you you know, you'd like to see them knock them out earlier, right? And and so um, that that is what that's the only that would be the only concern I would have. Where you know you see San Fran when they play the best, and they're they're you know they they're hanging what a buck thirty or something like that on on Dallas and the Eagles, and giving up what a thirty point whatever it is a hundred point swing, some kind of crazy number. 
I haven't seen that type of dominance out of the Ravens, um, you know, quite as much as San Fran. But to your point, they are uh, they're loaded. This is what I would say about the playoffs, though. Mahomes gets in, if Allen gets in, right? If, if these teams that get in and they get hot, it is a much closer division to me than, than I would say the NFC is. And that's because quarterback play matters in, in the playoffs. And so you can get into those games where if you got to go match points for points, it becomes more difficult uh, for the Ravens, in my opinion, than San Francisco. Jeff, thank you as always for the time. Enjoy the cold. Yeah, hey, I, I appreciate that. Loved it. And, and really, really happy for you guys being down in Florida, if you can see the face for sure. Really, really that. Jeff Saturday, you'll see him on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Always awesome when he joins us. All right, coming up, yet more quarterback news around the NFL. There are multiple teams that have started at least three starting quarterbacks this year. What does that tell us about one team that has failed at doing that? We will get to that coming up. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. ESPN 2. Along with Michelle Smallman, Evan Cohen with you. We are live at ESPN West Palm in Florida today. Celsius, thank you. New flavor today. Oh, what do you got? Uh, well, I let Pat and Javante choose because I have this amazing Celsius fridge behind me. It's chocked with different flavors, and I'm kind of steady in what I usually drink every day, which is right. the guava kiwi. And today they chose Cosmic Vibe. We're going with the Cosmic Vibe Celsius. It's sparkling fruit punch edition and it is outstanding okay i gotta be honest now i understand something that was said earlier so smalls during one of our breaks says to pat i got a cosmic vibe today and like i'm not that cool <laughs> so i'm just like I, what are, what is a cosmic is that like what the kids are saying these days a cosmic vibe i didn't realize it was a flavor of you Celsius. thought i meant energetically yeah like i'm like my- what is, what's a cosmic vibe <laughs> like my swag today is a yeah. cosmic vibe I, I'm like i don't i literally don't know what that means i didn't realize it was a flavor of a Celsius yeah. drink Cosmic vibe? So, yeah, I'm pretty cool. Anyway, uh, Steelers made an announcement yesterday that they are going to move to Mason Rudolph. Yes, he's still in the NFL mm-hmm. as their starting quarterback. So the Steelers join multiple teams this year to either have started or will start three or more quarterbacks, and we're not even at the final game of the season where a lot of times if a team is out of it, 
or the team is clinched, you put in a backup quarterback, you have an extra starter in there, give a guy a shot, whatever it may be. Pittsburgh has started Kenny Pickett, Mitch Trubisky, and now Mason Rudolph. There's seven and seven. The Minnesota Vikings, Cousins, Hall, Dobbs, Mullins, they're seven and seven. Mm-hmm. The Cleveland Browns, Watson, Walker, DTR, Flacco, they're nine and five. Let's stop there for a second. I just gave you three teams that either have started or will start at least three quarterbacks this year, and they're 500 or better. That is, to me, remarkable. Let's go further. The New York Giants have started Daniel Jones, Tyrod Taylor, and Tommy DeVito, your guy that you love from Illinois, the Italian. They're 5-9. and nine. Okay, Brian Dayball took them to the playoffs last year. Maybe not the best year, obviously, for the Giants, but actually kind of respectable considering what's gone on. Then there's the Jets, who have started Aaron Rodgers, Zach Wilson, and Tim Boyle. And I don't believe Trevor Simeon has started a game yet. At some point, doesn't Robert Sala look different than the rest of these guys in terms of his performance? Mike Tomlin has that team at 7-7. Seven and seven. Kevin Stefanski has his team at 9-5. and five. Kevin O'Connell has his team at 7-7. Seven and seven. Dayball, you can give a pass. One coach of the year went to the playoffs last year. At what point do we look at Robert Sala and say, you actually can't use your quarterback as an excuse because there are other teams around the league that are in the exact same spot and have performed significantly better than you have? I understand your thought process here because... You're saying if other coaches can overcome their circumstances, why can't this guy? That's right. But I think the New York Jets have such a unique set of circumstances. They're not just overcoming their starting quarterback going down after the first four snaps of the season. They're overcoming their starting quarterback going down when the entire team was built for him to succeed. They had determined that Zach Wilson wasn't the guy. I think because of Aaron Rodgers in a lot of ways, they thought, well, we can just have him sit behind him. Maybe it'll increase his value. We're not going to really have to use him. It's not going to be a big deal. We knew what the end of the story was going to be with Zach Wilson stepping in at any point as a starting quarterback this season. They just didn't think they would have to go there. You have an offensive coordinator that has only really had success with one guy. And I don't think that that's Robert Sala's fault. I don't think turning the keys over to Aaron Rodgers and building the franchise around him is really a Robert Sala decision. I think he's having to deal with the set of circumstances, or I guess the residue that comes off of not having the key cog in the equation. I get it, but like, let's look at who his peers would be, right? Why would his peers not be those who are in the same situation? A lot of times we look at the NFL team and say, well, you can't judge them, their quarterback is out. I'm judging Zach Taylor with the Bengals pretty damn good right now. Jake Browning has played extremely well, right? I mean, as a backup quarterback. I'll judge Shane Steichen two ways now, coach of the Colts. Eagles offense looks significantly worse where he was, and the Colts are winning with Gardner Minshew, right? They are winning with Gardner Minshew. We have seen, and and Sam did an amazing job here putting this together on ESPN2, like if you look at this breakdown of the backup quarterbacks, the backup quarterbacks have actually been pretty decent around the NFL record-wise. Browning 3-1, and one, Minshew 6-4, and four, Bajent 2-2, two and two, Aiden O'Connell with the Raiders 3-4, and four, Joe Flacco 2-1, and one, Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets 3-2, Jets backups 4-9. and nine. Not great. And today is Aaron Rodgers' day. Today, as Travis Kelsey says, is Aaron Rodgers' game day. And we should find out today, when he's on with Pat McAfee, that even though they're poor without him, obviously, that he should be shutting it down. He should not be playing football anymore. But I think when we have the conversation, and CC has brought this up, Mike Tannenbaum uh, has brought this up, ESPN front office insider, 
and Nuno has brought this up to his credit, uh, our producer, at what point do we look at Salah and say, you know what? Maybe you're just not that great because all of your peers that are in the same situation have all performed better than you have. I'm not going to sit here and compare him to another coach that has his starting quarterback all year that has been successful, right? I'm not comparing him to Mike McDaniel, his very close friend with the Dolphins, who he lost to and got shut out to this weekend because you've had Tua all year and you have the intended team that you thought you were going to put out there. He has a team that he didn't think he was going to put out there. He has Zach Wilson, right? He has Tim Boyle. He has Trevor Simeon. He has all these guys that it was not his intention to put out there. Right. But guess what? It was not Kevin Stefanski's intention to start Joe Flacco in Cleveland right now, and they're doing really well. Even when Flacco doesn't perform that well in the first half on Sunday, their defense is dominant. Hey, wait a minute. I thought the Jets' defense was supposed to be dominant. What happened there? That's they fair. gave up a ton of points to Miami. That's like, fair. So that's the point that I make at some point. Losing your starting quarterback initially is absolutely a free pass year for a head coach. But when we've had as many backups as we've had play this year, at what point do you say, okay, you're just like everyone else and you're performing worse than everyone else? Zach Wilson has had some impressive moments, but it's been wildly inconsistent. He's been in, he's been out, he's had moments, he's looked terrible. I mean, it's been a real roller coaster of a season for him and for the New York Jets. But I think the difference is, Evan, is a lot of the coaches and the circumstances that you're describing, those coaches have, like, they have all the power. They are the voice in the locker room that people are going to listen to. They're the ones that are the galvanizing force with their teams. And maybe that is a rock on a knock, excuse me, on Rob Sala, that he hasn't been able to do that. To me, it's more of the fact that Aaron Rodgers was that guy. He was the leading voice in that locker room. We saw it when we watched the videos in Hard Knocks. Everybody was enamored with this guy, including the head coach. Everybody kind of defaulted to Aaron Rodgers is going to be the reason why we have success. We are going to follow eight into the promised land. And then that that didn't happen. But it's not as if Aaron Rodgers' influence went away from this team. And I think that's where it got really murky for somebody like Rob Sala. So, I don't blame him for not being able to overcome Zach Wilson not being the guy. If anything, I will point to him and say, I think you could have done a better job with getting the locker room on the same page, getting the locker room to pull the rope in the same way. Because what we've seen out of the Jets this season is a lot of leaks to the media, finger pointing, obvious frustration on the sideline. To me, that is what I point to with the head coach. Yeah, I think all of that fair. I just think when we talk about the NFL this year, it's one of the weirdest seasons ever because it's weird. the amount of quarterbacks hurt is enormous. The amount of backups that are playing is enormous. Yet once you establish the overall play is not at the level that we would want it to be in terms of the quarterback performance, once we establish that, and then we then follow that up with, yeah, but a lot of these guys are actually winning games. Now, granted, a lot of them are playing against each other because you have two backups going up against each other. But in general, in general, the Jets have been less successful than their peers in the same exact situations. And it's not like you can say, well, they don't have talent. They have an elite-level wide receiver, or so they say an elite-level, maybe two running backs, if you include Dalvin Cook with, with Brees Hall, at least it was supposed to be. They have a terrible offensive line, and they have a great defense. It's like the Browns, right? Vikings. I mean, other teams out there have won games of backup quarterbacks, and the Jets have been worse at that than anyone else that they are compared to in the exact same situation. And, of course, all this started with the announcement yesterday that Mike Tomlin is going to Mason Rudolph, again, still in the NFL, to be the quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers after they weren't getting anything from Mitch Trubisky and, obviously, the injured Kenny Pickett. All right, we got I'm Over It coming up. But first, Smalls has this from 
Vivid Seats. Bowl season basketball, hockey, and pro football are in action, and Vivid Seats has it all for you and your ticket gifting needs this holiday season. See every one-timer, every touchdown, and every slam dunk live and in person with great deals on great seats. Plus, with Vivid Seats Rewards, you can earn rewards with every purchase. They're here for us fans, offering unbeatable rewards like surprise seat upgrades, free tickets, annual birthday discounts, and more. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Each and every day, we hear from our producer, Pat Costello, with items in and around sports and life that he's sick of, that he's over. Uh Uh-huh. What's on the list today, Patrick? I think we might need new production because I'm going to take shots at Jalen Hurts. Uh, I was going to say. Wow. Evan, this has nothing to do with you. Um, I know you were just throwing the question out, but Jalen Hurts isn't even close to the second best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, I currently have him ninth. I like whoa I, ninth. No. Whoa! Excuse me. Here, do you want me to go through the names? Tell me. Yeah. Tell me if I'm I'm wrong on any of these. Wait, Pat? wait, Pat, Pat. Very quickly, let me yeah. just do a quick setup here because sure. basically what Pat is referring to is that I asked the question after last night with Seattle beating Philadelphia. Jalen Hurts late interceptions. We know he's sick. We know he's banged up. He's great. I just have felt like all year long it was like, all right, Mahomes is one and Hurts is two. And I just asked a simple question, are we sure that he's two? Mm-hmm. I didn't expect an Eagles fan in Pat Costello to put him nine. But go ahead, Pat. Well, this is this is guys who legitimately are just playing better football than Jalen Hurts right now. Today, okay. Today. Right Patrick, now. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar okay. Jackson, Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, Dak Prescott, Tua, Trevor Lawrence, Jared Goff. Or any, am I wrong on any of these? Jared Goff. Wait, Mahomes, Lawrence... I'm sorry, Mahomes, Lamar, Purdy, Allen, Dak, Goff, Lawrence. Tua. I, Tua. I mean, if we're playing this game. Are any of those guys playing worse football than Jalen Hurts today? So we're very much recency bias on Josh Allen, right? Because he had a bad, obviously, few weeks leading up to the really good few weeks here. Um, I, I don't, I'm not trying to move him down the list, but can I ask you a question? Is Matthew Stafford somewhere on there for you? I 
considered mm. him strongly. Like, how many times has Matthew Stafford retired and he's still playing and he's still playing well? Like, at some point, we have to acknowledge that. Oh, by the way, there is somebody else. If you're just going based on, let's not acknowledge the past. Let's just acknowledge the present. Let's eliminate previous takes and only focus on a 16 or 17 game season that we've seen 14 so far. Isn't Baker Mayfield playing better than him? I can't. I can't put Baker Mayfield on the list. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, you right. guys, let me, re, let me rephrase. You guys Is are Baker Mayfield? Crazy. And I, I love Jalen Hurts. I'm you just guys trying to lean into Pat here. Are cr- Pat ninth? You mean to tell me that if you put Jalen Hurts or let's say you put Brock Purdy on the Eagles right now, that you think Brock Purdy would be playing better than Jalen Hurts is? If you removed him from San Francisco. They're a totally different team because what the Eagles are known for offensively this year, they wouldn't do with Brock Purdy. They're known for the tush push, which Brock Purdy could not do. In terms of the way in which Brock Purdy plays, quote-unquote, point guard as a quarterback. Right. I'm saying he's perfect for his set of of circumstances and this offense and those weapons. You don't think Jalen Hurts would be this if that's what he was asked to do in that specific situation? You don't think we would see a different version of him? Where do you have him then? I would certainly still put him top five. Really? Yes. Who are you you moving out of the top five? You're telling me right now that you would put Tua... In Philly, yeah, and you so, think he'd be better? No, I'm putting Tua on the Dolphins today, and I think he's better than Jalen Hurts on the Eagles right now. Right, and I don't know how you can even argue it. I mean, it's uh, no today this this season. Tua has been better on his team than Jalen Hurts has been on his. I, I think it's very tricky to do the switching of the teams because the way in which they play would be completely different, especially well, with Well, sure, but I'm sa- I'm talking about coordinators, the play way, calling, all of that is taken into account. I don't even have Tua in the top five. <laughs> I have him sixth currently. You know what I've realized? We've significantly underrated Lamar Jackson. Oh, of course. That I mean, is, it's unbelievable that is how sure. much we've underrated Lamar what? Jackson. I have met second. No, I don't mean you. You oh, started well, this. It's not about me. I'm going to now continue it. It's not about you, Pat. I'm just saying, Lamar, and I understand, 17 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, not spectacular. But this guy wins football games. They're seemingly, when he's playing full seasons, always in the playoffs. He won MVP. He's become a much better passer over the course of time. I feel like we've actually gone to the place of underrating, then overrating, now underrating again Lamar Jackson. Next one, Pat. Yeah, I'm not done with the Eagles yet. Uh, it's a it's <laughs> a complete joke. I don't know how they've managed to win t- 10 games. Their entire coaching staff should be fired. Brian Johnson is truly a horrendous offensive coordinator. I don't know how he still has a job. Nick Sirianni, I, I'm already, I'm completely over him as a head coach, and I want him out. And Sean Desai, I mean, is so bad that they moved him out of his D.C. job and put Matt Patricia in. All right, let me just understand something. For you as an Eagles fan, if Adam Schefter reported today, breaking news, the Philadelphia Eagles fire Nick Sirianni, who went to a Super Bowl last year. Correct. Who has already clinched a playoff spot. Correct. You would say good? Yes. Knowing that in your scenario, Matt Patricia would be the head coach. I didn't say it was a perfect situation, (laughs) but. I mean, I'm a Patriots guy, and I think that's crazy. I mean, because if you're firing the offensive coordinator and the defensive coordinator, and he's kind of the defensive coordinator now, Matt Patricia would be your head coach in that spot. Get him in there, I guess. Okay. Okay, so here's the question then, Pat. So you think. None of the Eagles' success last season, them going to a Super Bowl, had anything to do with Nick Sirianni. I think it had some to do with Nick Sirianni, and I think he's been exposed this year for what he actually is. I think he's arrogant, and I think his play calling is arrogant, and everything that happens on the team 
is because of how he runs it. Eagles fans are amazing because this is now the second straight regime that they wanted to give everyone else but the head coach credit. Like, now retroactively, the Eagles fans want to give Shane Steichen and Jonathan Gannon, coaches respectively of the Colts and the Cardinals, a lot of credit for the last couple of years. Remember when Doug Peterson was the head coach in the Philly special against the Patriots? They were trying to give Frank Reich all the credit as their offensive coordinator. Like, Philly fans, at least based on Pat, are just not happy with anyone, ever. Are you shocked by that? No, no. Not any, <laughs> They're not Philly fans. The Next one, Pat. I hate intentional grounding. It doesn't make sense to me. Why is it illegal to just throw the ball away to no one. I don't get it. Why? Like, this, this has always bothered me. Like, you're making a smart play and getting rid of the ball, and then you're being penalized for it because I guess there was nobody near this arbitrary area. It's never made sense to me. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it's ridiculous. I know my buddy Mark Tauscher, former Packer ESPN Wisconsin, has a whole theory on intentional grounding that it needs to be updated and, and kind of along the ways that you just said. It doesn't make sense. I agree with you because, hey, the play is dead. They got to me. I'm a quarterback. I need to figure out a way of extending the play. Let me throw the ball away. Why does it matter if, like, if a receiver is near where the ball is, but the ball is thrown 100 feet in the air? Like, I mean, what are we doing here? Or you have to be out of the pocket, which I I agree with you. I think it needs to be updated in some way, shape, or form. I also don't know why a spike is not considered intentional grounding. That's a good point. I've never understood that. You it throw is the ball if you straight in the ground. Fake. If you pump fake a spike, it's intentional grounding. But if you don't, you're throwing the ball into the ground. I don't believe grass is a receiver. <laughs> Just a thought. Next one, Pat. Uh, one more penalty one. It drives me crazy that a false start is only a five-yard penalty and offsides is a 10-yard penalty. It should be the other way around. The false start, the offense knows the snap count. If they do something wrong on the snap... They knew it was supposed to happen. You should be penalized more for knowing something and messing it up than not knowing it and messing it up. It's an interesting way of looking at it. It's almost too logical and sensical today. Yeah, you, I know. Are you okay? I know. Outside of your eagle stuff, the other stuff is way too... You yeah, your ego stuff's a little you, extreme. illogical, crazy, Pat Costello specific? Look, I was, I was watching the game last night and trying to find other things to be mad at than just watching the Eagles, so... Nuno at a private celebrity-type party? That doesn't get you mad? No, it's it's actually pretty hilarious to think about Nuno around celebrities. Uh, we have the picture of at Unsports ESPN where Nuno is literally squatting on a chair that's not there. There's no <laughs> chair, and Nuno is just squatting at a party we were at last night that, that Smalls and I were emceeing for a charity event, and we don't know what he's sitting on. We can't, like, he's sitting on literally nothing. And then we updated the picture, and they photoshopped in a, a, a stool underneath him. That we have a stool on the next one with Nuno just squatting. He just decided to do his squats, and he did leg day at a party last night. Great posture, too. He's hunched over in that. What are you no, talking he's about? A li- he's squatting. He's sitting a little. We're on Sportsman Life on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.